Woo! What's going on, everybody? My name's Chad. My name is Tony. And this is Over the Top with Chad and Tony. Woo! You know what I'm saying? We're back. We, we're back? I mean, anybody that's fans of this channel, bless your hearts. Because I'm going to tell you something. I leave you high and dry, and then I, I've changed. I mean, we've done so many. Um, I mean, we've collected everything. Yeah. Yeah. And we're and but I've always wanted to do a podcast, and we already have a podcast on Chatter TV. I got some shit to say, y'all go tune into that. But I've always wanted to do a movie podcast, right? And me and my boy Tony, we've been buddies for man, it's going seven, seven, eight years now. Yeah, it's been it's it's crazy. Come on up on there, bubba. Oh, okay, there you go. It's crazy how long we've known each other, and yeah, we met each other through YouTube. Yeah, through movie crazy, like getting into this, like. I was in some random movie shop. Great Escape in Madison. It was I remember great, it. It was yeah. Great Escape? Yeah, in Madison. So it was Great Escape. I was in Great Escape shopping for movies that I ended up selling probably two weeks later. <laughs> some, some random cats. Some random cats or still books or something. And Tony, hit, you, you was there looking for stuff, right? Yeah, yeah I was there buying some used stuff because yeah. Great Escape was all we had. Great Escape in Madison and McKay's is all we had at the time. Yeah. Slide that mic up some. Oh, I need to get up on. Yeah, you have to get up on that little thing. Thing. I need, a, I need a hug and kiss this thing. You got to give me kisses. I'm learning. You know what I'm, I'm learning. I've never been. Dude, this hey, it's fine, man. Hey, we're we're gonna, we're gonna be as professional as Chad and Tony can be. Okay, but yeah, we linked up. This was 2015, and at the time, me and Jordan have already uh, the Viz. Anybody that's that's familiar with this no. channel knows the Viz or Jordan. Shout out to Jordan. Shout out Jordan. Um, and he'll be popping in along this journey that we're doing, probably here and there when he has time to for certain episodes but we want I've been wanting to do a movie podcast for a minute and initially um I just didn't know how I wanted to do it but when me when Tony said he was down to do it I was like man let's do it let's talk about you know and we we don't have to necessarily just talk about movies we're wanting to talk about movies mainly but it can be TV shows or it yep. can be whatever the anything collecting yeah collecting I mean, stuff like because we do we are collectors obviously yeah that's what that's how we met it's by collecting and everything yeah. and yes i still buy a bunch of movies i still buy a bunch of toys and yeah. all that stuff so and it's and it's it's definitely something that um that we both talk about all the time i mean we're not that that's what our entire friendship is based on, but that's how it started. And most of the stuff that we talk about is movie related or yeah. music related. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But we feel we feel like it would be a dope ass podcast, man. And it'll be us shooting the shit most of the time. We may have some countdowns here and there. We're going to disagree and argue on some stuff. We're going to bring guests in here and there for certain episodes. We've already been. I've had people hitting me up about. When y'all start talking about this, hit me up. I'd like to come on there and talk about it. And we're down for that. You know what I mean? Because we can do three. With us having the the backdrop here, we can kind of put place in whatever we need to. Um, shout out to Squint Six One Five for yep. uh, for helping with that and facilitating this for us. But this first episode, bro, I felt it was only right that we talk about. I was gonna go this or horror movies, yeah, but horror, horror movies is so broad. Yeah, and in, in horror movie, everybody <clears throat> expects us to talk about horror movies. Yeah, of in, course, because that's that's mainly what we collect. But my favorite movie of all time. Mm-hmm. It's Goodfellas. Yep. Goodfellas. It's my number one. It, Tied for it, my first two. Yep. Yeah. Anytime that movie comes on, I'm watching that. And mafia gangster movies uh-huh. are right there at the top of the list for me. For other sure. Than horror movies. Me too, man. And, and is it just me or do you have to be? Uh, do you have to be in a mood to watch horror movies? 
I do. It's usually about once summertime gets here. Uh, that's yeah. when the itch yeah. starts getting like camp, all yeah. that stuff. It makes the Friday Thirteenth movies, of course. Yep. Summer uh, to the end of the year type. Summer shit. to the end of the year. Yeah. That's when I. But I mean, all both of us, we can watch a horror movie twelve months out of the year. Oh, for sure. But yeah. yeah. I hear lately it's. I've been watching a lot of gangster movies. Like, yeah, me getting too. ready for this. I've, yep. I've gone back and watched a lot of the gangster movies and mafia-style movies, and, mm-hmm. man, I love them. I love Dude, they're them. so good, man. And like, so the way that these episodes are going to go, we don't even know how they're going to go, but what we're going to do is we want y'all's feedback. So, like, in the comment section, when y'all watch these or if y'all listen to this, however y'all are watching it, or because it's gonna, we're going to make sure that I get it, we get it up on all the audio podcasts, too, to where we'll distribute it to all the Spotify's and the Apple podcasts and all that. So you're going to be on the airwaves and shit like that, Tony. So whoa, you better get you're going to get fancy real quick, boy. You hear me? I mean, I walked into the studio and I was like, whoa, Dude, mean- we're building something nice here, man. And I got some shit states. I got some shit to say. Studios. It's so hard to say that. That's, that's the chatty Bobby that I know, right? Yeah, there. man. That's that chatty Bobby. Eleven forty. And by the way, this is Friday the 14th. Don't get it twisted. Yes, I am known as Friday the 14th. That's what all my social medias are, and I'm sure they'll pop up somewhere around the screen. Absolutely, man. But, yeah, it's it's for the sake of the podcast, we're going with Over the Top with Chad and Tony. Absolutely, man, because – Butchered that. (laughs) No, you're good, dog. You're good. Look, so Over the Top, initially, what we had the idea for, I don't know what the logo is going to look like when this is uploaded because it's not done yet, but we're going to, it'll be done when this is up. We initially want, we initially wanted to play off of the Over the Top poster. Oh, yeah. Because that's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's great. It's awful, but it's great. I mean, you have a song called Lincoln Hawk. Of course I do, bro. And fucking Kenny Loggins is a goat. Dude, meet me halfway. Meet me halfway. Come on. Across the sky. Come on, dude. You got look, you had Terry Funk in over the top. But that was what we wanted to do initially. But then I was like, I don't want people thinking this is just a podcast about the over the top movie. Yeah, that'd be a hard sell right there, just making a podcast about just over the, the top. The appreciation of Lincoln Hawk. One episode on the driver, uh, the steering wheel alone in Lincoln Hawk's truck would be. <laughs> Get a bull Hurley appreciation episode. But yeah, man, so we, we just wanted to call it over the top with Tony and Chad because we're both over the top with our opinions on certain things. And then I'm definitely over the top when it comes to just everything. A personality. For I mean, sure. yeah, there's a lot to handle. But look, I, I'm I'm excited about this. And this is going to be the first episode. In the first episode, we're going to talk about mafia movies. We're going to talk about gangster movies. It kind of... They all flow together. They all kind of flow together, right? So... And what I like about mafia movies, mm-hmm. too, because for the most part, the mafia movies that we get are based on true stories for sure and on actual people that this stuff actually happened well in a roundabout way happened no for sure but yeah. uh you know how hollywood likes to glam up everything but uh yeah. it's it, the characters are based on real people and all that stuff so that that's what i like about this genre of films as well should, yeah. we, should we be classy and call them films? Oh, dude, if, anybody, if you look up classy in the dictionary, that's not you're going to see a picture of me doing this. <laughs> that's not us. 
Looking cross-eyed at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just call them movies because that's what we call them. Yeah, they're fucking movies, dude. I mean, I, shout out to films and shit, but yeah. they're movies, dude. They're movies. When I say films, I'm like, you you don't even believe yourself when you say We're that. We're from Nashville, Tennessee, and yeah. we call everything movies. Y'all already think we have sex with our relatives, which yeah. is definitely not true. Not at all. Well, I don't want to say it's not true for everybody in Tennessee, but for these two fellas, we definitely don't, we definitely don't do that. No, no. Um, but yeah, dude, mafia movies, mafia gangster movies. flicks, man. What was what was the first memory you had, uh, like growing up? Like, do you remember kind of the first mafia movie or mob movie or gangster movie that you saw? It, it was actually it was actually Goodfellas. We okay. were over at a buddy's house, and his dad was down in the living room watching a movie, and it was the scene where Henry comes across the across the road and pistol whips. Oh, dude, the dude for. Uh, hitting on his wife yeah. and just the sound of the well after he gets hit with the pistol dude that scene especially when you watch that scene on a 4k disc <laughs> on a 4k television he is shout out ray Liotta, r.i.p brother yeah, uh, goat status Groat status Groat status for sure dude. yeah but look did i say groat I, I sounded like you did maybe you didn't I maybe did i goat. just added the r Sorry. which is never good um goat status when he went across the street right <laughs> and he started pistol whipping that dude he's this far from his face bro like when he yeah. when he's hitting him he's 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 fucking wailing on him dude and the thud and he, that it makes yeah and there's no but it's back then you was watching it on god dang 38 millimeter film probably yeah, and you're you know like oh my gosh and this the sound the little uh, that yeah, makes, dude. and then his little buddies are sitting over there to the side not nah, on no smoke dude and yeah, here's here's look i got a gear to grind why was that girl getting in the car with him anyways? Did you notice how that just got downplayed? Just scandalous. She was like, I, I just wanted to ride. What, what, like, and then she ends up being the uh, therapist for Tony Soprano. She does, who he fantasizes about yes, multiple times. Yeah. R.I.P. James Gandolfini, dude. Mm-hmm. Goat. Um, but yeah, good fellas. It just, and then, have you ever looked at the real Henry Hill and everything. He uh-uh. he was a real deal piece of crap. I mean, he was... It, in the movie, it kind of gets into how he's a piece of crap and everything, but in real life, he is a real deal. He got kicked out of this uh, witness protection program two times for selling drugs. God, so he snitched and then was like, nah, I'm still about that shit. I'm about that life. Yeah. No, 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 I'm not. I got kicked out. No, I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I didn't exactly. know that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was well, a real deal... It, piece of crap and then i think uh what's his name uh joe pesci he uh the tony uh, tommy guy i think he was a real deal guy that got whacked because he was a loud mouth pretty much yeah. like he is in goodfellas yeah and uh jimmy conway that de niro plays yeah was a, uh, he was pretty much in charge of when they stole all that stuff from the airport the loo Lutezi, Lutezi. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The highest show that where yeah. they, they hear about it on the radio like, like that morning, yeah. Yeah, and he was really trying to, he was really trying to, I believe, get away with trying to get rid of Henry Hill's wife and everything when all that was going down because she, of course, knew and he was getting rid of everybody and, yeah. and their mother because they were showing up in fur coats. Yeah, dude. That movie's <laughs> so good, bro. Let's just we could just start off the fucking talk the, the fucking talking about gangster movies. Let's just talk about the best gangster movie there is. Can we agree on that? Oh, oh yeah, good Goodfellas is the best movie. Well, now granted, I love Casino. It's like one A, one B, but Casino's not a better movie to me than Goodfellas as far as better made. Yeah, and the master of making mafia movies is Martin Scorsese. He's my favorite director. For I mean, sure. he yeah. you look at his list of especially in this genre, yeah. he's put out probably Four of the top five, in my opinion, his my top five, three of them are are 
Our, our Scorsese movies. Yeah, that's yeah. that's how and, uh, he has that in. I guess. I mean, he's, he's just so good at it, bro. Yeah. Like he's just so good at it. The 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 way that Goodfellas was written, the music, the music, so dope. I just love the vibe that that Scorsese does in general with all of his like with all of his those style movies. Yep. He really does put you in that in that time frame. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If like with Goodfellas, you feel like you're there. Yeah, you feel like you're in the seventies. It took place in the sixties and seventies, right? The 60s and, then was, and then Casino, you feel like you're right there in the seventies, early eighties. Yeah, he puts you, he puts you right in that time frame. And then you look at when those movies came out. Yeah, Goodfellas came out in ninety. Yep. Uh, Casino came out in ninety five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you had Bronx Tale in between there. Ninety ninety one, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Donnie Brasco yeah, was, I think, my top five for sure. Uh, a Bronx Tale was ninety three. I got it right here. Okay, Bronx cool. Tale was ninety three. I mean, the early yeah. the nineties were just primo for this genre of uh, movies. No, for sure, dude. And, and let's talk about. We're talking about Scorsese. We're, we're talking about. Let's just uh, get into his ga- log. Yeah, g- go like gangster films. Let's talk about nineteen ninety for a second because that's when Goodfellas come out, right? Yep. Yeah. Joe Pesci, who has. The best role in the movie. Oh. Without a doubt. And and that and Casino. Like the yeah. Joe Pesci is the reason, not the sole reason, but the main reason that I love Goodfellas as much as I do. Oh yeah. He yeah. Yeah. And and he's such a piece of shit. Bro. He's a psycho. But he's so good. And, and keep in mind, that man filmed Goodfellas and or Goodfellas and Home Alone came out in the same year. Yeah. Yeah. Two totally different roles there. <laughs> he's like well, rush it, rush it, rush it. like wet bandit like Yeah. And then, he's go- and then he goes and plays bro. Tommy in Goodfellas, where he's just an absolute psycho. Yeah, bro. And he's an even bigger psycho in Casino. Oh, dude, he's insane in Casino, bro. But like everything about Goodfellas to me is, it, it's 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 definitely a standard setter. Like like that's the spot that when somebody's making a gangster film or a mob movie or a mafia movie, you would think that like. The pinnacle of that would be like, is where does it stand compared to like Goodfellas? Well, I didn't, if I'm not mistaken, didn't Goodfellas win an Academy Award? I'm don't, uh, I may be totally wrong about that, but I believe it was nominated for Academy Award. Let's look here. We're we're smart here on this yeah, podcast. Really? In case y'all didn't know, we know all the facts. I don't want y'all young. We in the comments all the time. Yeah, you people wrong. that are like, no, actually, in, in 19, go fuck yourself. Well, that ain't what we're here pull for. Pull up IMDb right now. We're on IMDb That's right how now. We do it. I got That's two it. words for you. Fuck you. Whoa. I didn't. I didn't know we could use those words. Why well, can't well, we? can say whatever we want, dude. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I was just making sure. I was holding hey, my sponsors, tongue there. Y'all want to reach out? I, no, dude. This is Chatty Bobby eleven thirty. I was holding we my never tongue. Held, no, we're not holding those, dude. We are <laughs> I, not. I won't those, be so bro. nice anymore now. No, fuck that, dude. Whoa. Hey, what did I say? No, sorry. He said it. Uh, what are we looking up? I didn't see if uh, Goodfellas was nominated for an Academy Award, please, sir. Okay. It may not have been. I may have just pulled that one right out of my tush. I thought you said, uh, okay, let's no. say Goodfellas was good. Go ahead and keep talking. To okay. But um, like I said, Henry Hill was really, uh, if you look up the real Henry Hill in life, he is blessed, blessed to have Ray Liotta play him in a movie because this guy was ugly. He was a shriveled little man with a nasty old comb over. Google it yourself. I'll take the time. Here we go. Google Henry Hill. Real life. You did it. Now, <laughs> you look at Ray Liotta, you look at the real life Henry Hill, he was thankful for that. He was truly thankful because yeah. he's an ugly man. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, 
so here we go. Goodfellas. These are just the nominations of the, the Academy Award nominations in 91, right? Academy Award for Best Picture. Okay. It won? Uh, it just, or it just nominated? It just said, well, it just, I don't know if it won or not. It just says nomination. Well, still, uh, for a mafia movie. To Academy be Award for Best Actor in a Supporting Role, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. Best Directing, Martin Scorsese. Boom. Best uh, Actress in a Supporting Role, Lorraine Bracco. Which was? Which, uh, Henry Hill's uh, wife. Yep. Well, she was crazy. Yeah, she was crazy. Especially yeah, that man. one scene when they're in the bedroom and she's just like flopping around like a fish. It's like, come on, get it together. Yeah, get, you know yeah, get your it husband, together. You know your right? husband's dealing heroin. Yeah, she in a was large very. Scale. She was very dramatic. Let's yeah. just let's you just know what's going there. on Hot here. Take. You have all this fancy stuff going on mm-hmm. in your house, and you act like, oh, he's just a trash man. No. You know where that money's coming from. Oh, dude. Yeah, what do you think he's doing? You think they got extra bags this month and you yeah. just got all that extra? Yeah. You just went and ate $400 dinner in 1965 or whatever? Yeah, get out of here. Um, but yeah, man, Goodfellas is the goat of, of, of mob movies, obviously. And then we can... We can you t- just want to keep it on the Scorsese We thing? definitely can. That can be the same. Roll right into Casino because sure. Casino come out right after Casino. did. He did. Yeah. But what was uh, what was it? Streets of Fire that he put out in the early '80s was it, uh, like a mafia movie for Scorsese. Uh, or Streets of I forget what's uh, it has uh, maybe Kaitel in it or something. I don't know. But it was oh uh, Main Streets. Mean Streets. Yeah, I love yeah. Mean Streets. Yeah. Uh, see, I'm not a big fan of Mean Streets. Yeah, Mean Streets. But it's 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 not everybody's cup of tea. But it's early Scorsese. It's like seventy threes. Okay, even earlier. Than Taxi Driver was seventy six. Like we're, we're, I think at some point we're going to dive into Martin Scorsese's filmography in another episode. Which hopefully, is so deep. Like we obviously we want to do all of them, but like then some of them I don't really care about seeing. But yeah. like that would be a dope episode to touch on like later. But the majority of them we're going to touch on that we watch really in this yeah, episode. Yeah, this episode right here. Anyway. You got Casino, which was another 95 m- yeah. masterpiece. I mean, that movie was, be- especially because you had the backdrop of Vegas. Yeah, man. Uh, you have all the lights and everything as your backdrop. And, he, and, of course, Scorsese knows how to use a camera. Yeah, for sure. And then you got uh, De Niro just playing it up as a ho- uh, as a casino exec. Just, uh he just oozes it, and the one person I can't stand is Sharon. I can't stand Sharon Stone in this movie. Oh, she's the biggest. Um, she's the You're biggest. To put it nicely. She's the biggest. Yeah, she is a she a ain't worth shit yeah, in this a movie. Floozy. She is a floozy, a two time and cheat. Yeah, going she, for what James name? Woods. James Woods. Shout out to James Woods, but. James, look, you're over there messing around with James Woods' character, and he's fucking. Uh, what's his name? What was his name? Uh, I don't even know. Uh, but I don't Lester, get... Lester Diamond, Lester the Molester. Probably. Yeah, dude. I mean, look, that's probably what I shouldn't have said. Who cares, dude? Robert <laughs> De Niro's character, like I mean, Sam Rothstein, in this was uh, he, this movie's so dope, man. Especially once they get when 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 Pesci starts to do do his thing when he's like putting people in vices and bruh when he does when he talks to the banker dude he is another level bro Uh, and especially his little buddy that uh smarts off at the casino the cowboy dude that puts his feet up on the was that joe bob briggs joe bob briggs is in that i think he is that maybe is it joe bob briggs that gets hit no it's not joe he is in that movie i don't know if he's a casino worker in it, or if he's the Squinch is the goat. Boom! Right there's the logo. Um, Squinch just sent us our logo from the other room. We're currently Pesci, at Squinch's house recording this. But Pesci absolutely smashes his face with a payphone. 
Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure, dude. And and then makes him apologize to De Niro, and then stabs the one guy sitting at the bar with a pen. Yeah, you told my friend he was a f word and told him to go fuck himself. <laughs> Smash, bruh. Come on, and that's the thing with me, man. I wrestle back and forth all the time. Casino, Goodfellas, Casino, Goodfellas. I've watched Casino more than I've watched Goodfellas. It, to me, it's one A, one B. But if you're asking me, what is the best? What is your favorite gangster movie or the best gangster film to you or mob film, whatever you want to call it? Yeah. I have to say Goodfellas. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I now, ha- I mean, but Casino is amazing, though. Now, one that's creeping up really, really fast is The Irishman. Yeah. That we, can keep that, we can keep that moving, too, because we're still on Scorsese. I mean, The Irishman is, to me, it's, I like, I can watch it more. I love Casino. Casino's great, but I think I would rather. If I had a choice between the Irishman and Casino, I think I'd go with the Irishman. Really? Yes. Now, see, here's the thing. I watched the I watched the Irishman once when it came out. Right. I remember thinking it was okay, but it was such a long movie, and then I had to break it up into like two watches. Yes. And it just it I never revisited because it it was on just Netflix for the longest, and then it got a Criterion release. Yep. And then hopefully it it, it gets a 4K release at yeah. some point. Yeah. Um. The easy thing about it, it breaks it into chapters. Yeah, with that, for with sure. That movie, yeah. it's a little bit easy to break. It is a long haul to go through. No, it's three and a half hours. It's but I went back and rewatched it when we were doing the re, you know studying up for the show and stuff, and it I was like Tony, I totally get why you said it's so good because it's such a good movie. It's paced so well. It yeah, doesn't for, it drag. doesn't feel like no, it doesn't. It doesn't. It really doesn't. And you got Robert De Niro, you have Al Pacino, and you have Joe Pesci, all in one movie. All in one movie. Now, granted, they're they're upper like in the later stages of their life, but they're still they're still right there yeah. where they need to be like acting chop wise like, and, and Harvey Keitel Harvey Keitel is in it for sure yeah. you even get Sebastian Menascalco the stand up comedian plays like a small role in it which I thought was random but he I was really no good in it that is. <laughs> so okay and also too on these episodes there's going to be spoilers like a mother like we're not yeah we're, ta- we're, yeah, we're, we're talking this, about movies that's been out for a while so. so you remember when De Niro goes into the restaurant and he he uh, shoots the 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 boss dude and like his security and all that. Yes, yes, the yes. Bo- that's Sebastian. Okay, he's gotcha. like a huge comedian. Well, he's he's like from Jersey, New York, and I remember whenever that was that movie was coming out, and when I'd watch podcasts that he was on, he was like, "Yeah, I got a, oh, I got a role. Okay. I got blessed with a role in Irishman." And then I was like, "Okay," but he did a good job in it. Yeah, everybody does an amazing job in that movie. It's no, just, for sure. So so and like. The only downfall, of course, De Niro, they're all up in upper age in this movie. Mm-hmm. And when De Niro takes the one guy outside of the restaurant and starts kicking him, he really shows his Yeah, I mean, yeah. It did. But, but then I, I, I see that. But then I look at, like, I saw that. And then, but when I look back at the Goodfellas scene where, where Ray Liotta's pistol whipping dude. Exactly. It's it same. looks rough, too, bro. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, you but, know, and then people harp on everybody that, like, talks shit about the Irishman. They always say, well, the, the de-aging thing, the, the CGI. Bro, when I watched that, both times when I watched that. I don't even pay attention. I didn't even think it was a big deal. I didn't even yeah. was like, it didn't throw me off or nothing because I'm like, they had to find a way to like go back in time. You know what I mean? And, and show the like Jimmy Earth. Hoffa story is, if you're, I'm a huge mafia nut. Anyway, I love anything that come uh, that has to do with the mafia, documentaries, all that stuff. Yeah. And anything with Jimmy Hoffa is intriguing because nobody knows what happened to the guy. And then you have yeah, Pacino I mean, playing Joe Pesci. Pacino playing. I mean, I mean, 
Pacino. Pl- oh, you're talking about Pacino, Pacino playing, playing Hoffa. Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, which he did a great job at, yeah. in that in that role. Like they all they all did, man. But I thought that. So you paint houses? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Shit's so dope. It's bro. such a good line too. And, and the thing that about the movie is the whole movie. You keep thinking maybe De Niro's going to be able to get through to to Jimmy Hoffa to, to Pacino's character to Hoffa yeah. and he just it Jimmy just, Hoffa was just not going listen. bro he was not going to hold down at all bro and what I liked about this one too you get a whole different Joe Pesci in this movie compared to Goodfellas yeah. and Casino super thugged out but like he's so reserved and like he's in that space yeah he's calm he's older yeah. he's calm and he's just like okay I can take care of you it's just all I have to do is snap a finger and you're going to be taken care of well and you think about it too think about think about like Goodfellas and Casino, De Niro's character wasn't really that like badass no, dude. He was just a killer. He, yeah, but like he he wasn't not like he wasn't this one. Then this one he was like oh yeah yeah he was. A, I'm not saying he wasn't a badass in Goodfellas and Casino, but like it, they De Niro's character was way more like aggressive. Yes, you yes. know what I'm saying. Then then normally it's Pesci that's the aggressive. Yes, yes, I agree. But of course that's just the way that. And I'm excited though. Speaking on like Scorsese, that new movie that he's in the work that's got in the works, bro. Have you heard about that one? No. What is that? One? Oh, dude. Let me find it now. Are you a fan? Since we're staying under the Scorsese thing, are you a fan of The Departed? Yes. Dealing with the I, that's another like one. the Boston Mafia stuff and everything. That's another one that I just uh, that I rewatched and I and I thought was yeah. So here it is, Killers of the Flower Moon. This is a Scorsese film that's, that's in production. Uh, post-production uh members of the osage or osage tribe in the united states are murdered under mysterious circumstances in the 20s sparking a major fbi investigation involving j edgar hoover right oh interesting robert de niro leonardo dicaprio are the two main okay and then you got jesse uh jesse plemons who's the dude from breaking bad okay todd Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, he was, was, an Irish, he was, he was in the Irishman as well. He was Jimmy Hoffa's uh, stepson. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. So yeah, that movie looks. Fu- this movie looks dope, bro. Killers yes. of the Flower Moon. That's that's Sign another sports. Yeah, for sure. But we could talk about. We can go back into the Departed now. Yeah, yeah. Because we're all, we're still on Scorsese. So like, just the writing of that movie is just. Yeah, man. But it's uh, evidently I forget it's it's the concept of the Departed is based off of a Japanese movie. Of uh, that has a similar story, so he didn't completely just come out of the blue and write this movie. He he based it off a Japanese movie. I forget what the name. Oh, is. gotcha. Okay, but it's I think Internal Affairs may be the name. Of okay, the movie yeah, that yeah. He, uh, he uh, took the idea of the movie from, but it's still the cast of that movie. You got DiCaprio, you got Mark Wahlberg, you got Jack Nicholson, uh, you got Matt Damon. I mean, just. That's one thing that Scorsese can do is he can get a cast for a movie. Oh no, for sure. And you were definitely right, dude. Uh, I just look, I just hit that Google machine at one time for the the people in the back seat. Whammy. And uh, yeah, The Departed is based on Internal Affairs and a movie called Internal Affairs. Okay. Um, but yeah, like The Departed was so dope, bro. And it was one that I was like not late to the part because I saw it back when it came out. But it was when I was. It was like 2006 when it came out. So it was yeah, like yeah. I wasn't. I watched movies, but I wasn't like a huge movie fan at that time. Well, I thought it was cool. Like I didn't think much about it, and then I rewatched it. You know, years later, and it always kind of flew under my radar, even though I had seen it. And then I rewatched it again, and I was like, I appreciated it a lot more. Yeah, it's it's in my top ten. 
I yeah, would say. Yeah, it's not it's, my top five, but I thought that it was great. I thought Jack Nicholson was oh, he's awesome. such That's a badass awesome. in it, dude. And, and, you know, Matt Damon's great in it. Mark Wahlberg is is Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. You know I, what I'm saying? He's probably the, my least favorite character he, of the movie. He, mine too. Um, Just but Leonardo he, DiCaprio. Is, but he was right the whole time. He knew that there was a, uh, there was somebody in in there, and him and his little his little booties that he wore into the apartment. Yeah. So okay. So who did like? There was several twists in that movie. Yes, there were. You had you had a mobster in. The police force, and then you had a police guy in the mobsters. Yeah, which was DiCaprio was a police officer undercover yep. in the mob, and then Matt Damon was a mobster undercover in the police force. And then you had Jack Nicholson that was controlling Matt Damon. Yeah, and everything. It was, it was it, controlling both of them pretty much. I mean, it was the other films that we're used to watching from Scorsese as far as this style: your Goodfellas, your Casinos, your Mean Streets, your like your. Um, like those style movies, you know you what's really, going on. You know what was it was pretty cut and dry. You yeah. knew what was going on, but the Departed put that extra twist in it. And then like Martin Sheen's character, yep. like the, what happens with him yeah, was crazy. Which, the first time I saw it, which one? Uh, and then you got one of the bald ones. Yep, one of the thirteen bald ones. Um, I don't think it's the one that shot the person. I don't think it was Alec. Damn. Was it the one that was in the in uh, the movie with Polly Shore? No, it's not the Biodome Baldwin. It, it ain't Biodome Baldwin. That should be his new name. <laughs> Biodome. If we had episode title, that's what this would be called. Biodome Baldwin. Biodome Baldwin, dude. That that's be a great indie band coming to the stage here in uh, Landsport, uh, Louisiana. That's not even a real spot. You probably mean you give it up, Washington or something like. Yeah, that. Yeah, give it up for Biodome. <laughs> I almost forgot what I was shouting out. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! Over the top with Chad and Tony. What do you mean? Look, so yeah, like going Departed, great film. Loved it. Loved so, it. So you got Departed, you got Casino, you got Goodfellas, you got. Then you start going into like that's the Scorsese stuff, but then you have stuff like that I love, like the the other Pacino stuff, like Carlito's Way. Oh, great movie! So good, so good. And and it's in my top five. Oh, like, it's in your top. Five. I can see that for sure. Donnie Brasco. Oh, one of my favorite movies of all time. Like we it, watched that here late. We definitely recently. did. We definitely did, and I've seen it countless times. I've probably seen that one as much as I've seen Goodfellas. Yeah, it's one of my favorite Johnny Casino. Depp movies. Yeah. Uh, and Pacino movies, it just oh, you feel bad. It's one of those movies for Pacino. He's playing a bad guy, but mm-hmm. you feel bad for him in some of those parts of that movie. You, yeah, you have, yeah, it's like man, I feel so bad for Lefty because he's getting shit on, but he's a bad guy. He kills people for a living. You can't feel bad for somebody like that. No, but see, like <laughs> the thing about Donnie Brasco that makes that is such a good movie, like that makes it so good to me, is because of that. Yeah. This movie came out in '97, right? So Pacino had already been a badass so many times, bro. Yeah, he he'd been Tony Montana. He was Carlito Brigante. He was in, I mean, he was in the good the Godfather films. Like he was doing yeah. all this, and that's just I'm not even scraping the surface. But I'm just getting an idea of like. His role in this movie, Lefty, he's like a he's a guy that is a badass to an extent, but like he he, he doesn't ever have money. He, he's always kind of just getting by. He keeps getting passed over, thinking he's gonna. Yeah, he's a second rate gangster. Yeah, for sure. But like Johnny Depp is so good in this movie, bro. Oh man, as Donnie Brasco, like the vibe, like the way that they had you pull for both of them. 
Like you, Michael Madsen's a badass in this movie. He's a badass in every fucking movie. He's such a great actor. Yeah, yeah. I think he's super slept on. Like yeah, he's so super good in slept that. On. Yeah, for sure. But that's one of my favorites, man. It really, it's it really so is so good, so good. And then uh, another one with Johnny Depp with his Black Mass, where he plays yep. uh, Whitey Bulger. Whitey Bulger yep. in that one. He's great in that one. And Joel Edgerton, uh, no, yeah, Joel Edgerton's in that movie as well. And uh, yeah, Black that's that, that, that one, stinky one. That. That's one I I didn't get to rewatch before uh, doing this either. one and everything, but the uh, the first I've watched it twice and I, it sold on that one. But uh, it's such a good movie, bro, and like it's one of those things where Johnny Depp is so in the pocket as Whitey Bulger, you oh, forget it's Johnny Depp, bro. Yeah, yeah, and especially with the process, they and that I think that's on the special features where they talk about with with him getting the prosthetics on. It's just like that. The character, uh, the person of Whitey Bulger, pretty much took over Johnny Depp. For I'm sure, and I mean, in the amount of, do they talk about the amount of time that he had to sit in makeup and stuff? Uh, they There's no did. telling, bro. It, yeah, because I mean, Johnny, you know, everybody knows what Johnny Depp looks like, and like to see what he looks like as Whitey Bulger. It's the total opposite of what Johnny Depp looks like. Yeah, and I'm sure I'm going to be throwing pictures and graphics up on this in post production, so we'll have to throw. I'll figure out a way to do that. But we're going to get like. fancy like and shit. Um, but I think Squints just sent us our uh, our our logo, and it's it's fucking like fire, it. dude. Like shout out Squints. Good job, Squints. Shout out Squints. Yeah, shout out Squints, man. And, and you know, sticking with Al Pacino, right? You got you got uh, Carlitos Way, super dope. Yes. You got oh. Donnie Brasco, super dope. Yep. We have to talk about the most talked about gangster movie of all time, Scarface. Yeah, uh, it deserves to be talked about, but it, when it comes to gangster movies, it's it's in my top ten. Yeah. So like, I think we're on the same page with. Scar- I just rewatched Scarface for the fourth or fifth time, but I just rewatched it two nights ago when this is being filmed. Right, this is the last movie that I rewatched before I wanted to make sure that that I rewatched a lot of the the main ones, you know, so we they were fresh on my mind. But he's so good in that movie. Oh, he's. But for me, dude, I don't know what it, and and De Palma's such a dope director, and I think the movie's great. But it still doesn't. It's not even in. It'll barely. It would barely be in my top ten. Does that sound crazy? No, no, I agree. When it, yeah, yeah, no, it'd be <laughs> right there at, at yeah. either ten or right outside my top ten. If I had to really think about doing a top ten, yeah, I don't, I don't. It's. I understand the appreciation for it, but it's not one of my favorites. Do you think it's because it was it was so widely. Glor- glorified is not the right word. Like so widely talked about and thrown in your face with like mainstream culture. It Do you think be. that's why that's that maybe it's like be eh. reason? Because everywhere you went, it was like Scarface. Everybody had uh, Scarface tattoos. Yeah, my little friend. Yeah, the most overquoted movie. Everybody had Scarface posters. Yeah, everybody. The I had one when I was growing up. Like, I ain't even seen the movie yet. Yeah, the world is yours. Yeah, I thought everybody had world is yours tattoos with the praying emojis, and uh, that, that's only God can judge me. That's different, but. Yeah, I mean, I think the movie's, I think the movie's great as far as like Pacino's for its time. For its time, it was it's, it's it's remarkable for its time and everything. Which I could actually see that getting a touch of a remake nowadays. I'm surprised nobody's tried to touch that one. That's yeah, I mean, it wouldn't. Me being like, I'm not so attached to that movie. I could see that. I'm surprised it hasn't been remade a thousand times. Yeah, they did that P Diddy sequel, and I never watched it. What? Oh, no, that was Carlito's Way. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, Carlito's Way is the one with P. Diddy. My bad. <laughs> Sorry, wrong Pacino movie. This is how we roll over here, guys. 
just kidding. Cut it out. Shout out Michelle Tanner. Full House was a great program in the 80s and early 90s. Um, yeah, like Scarface, dude. Kind of think it's a little overrated. Where would you give it on a 10 scale? Did you hit it with a seven piece? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Are you settling? Do you think it should be lower? It, say what say what say what you want. I go right there and I'd say a seven. Okay, deep, yeah, because if well, no, if I'm putting Goodfellas at a ten, because that's my favorite movie of all time. Mm-hmm. Once again, uh, I put it at a six. A six out of ten. That's yeah. I, I don't think that's a I don't think that's a blasphemous. If I may yeah. say, I said a big word. It's not guys. one that I want to pull off the shelf and go. Oh, you know what? I feel like watching Scarface tonight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just I don't know, man. It's good. It's great. I, I don't want to say. I said it's there's, great. There's many. Pacino uh, is great in Scarface. There's a whole lot more gangster mafia movies that I would rather pull but, off the shelf exactly, and watch than, which I've than done Scarface. for years. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there, there, there's plenty of uh, other movies that if if I had a choice of picking a gangster movie out, Scarface would probably be at the lower end of the totem pole for that one. Do you think it's because it's not Scorsese? No, because... Uh, well, because Donnie Roscoe's not Scorsese. He is Carlito's way. And A Bronx Tale is a perfect example oh, of that's not what, being that's, a, we, that's exactly what I was looking up, too. 93. Yeah. And that's early 90. And that movie is amazing. Dude. Amazing. And I'm fixing to admit this. I just saw this for the first time this in the last three months. Yeah. I had never watched it because it's never gotten a Blu-ray release. And I never, never. had it on DVD. I think the DVD was out of print for a while. And then it, there's like a, a region, some kind of weird version of the yeah, Blu-ray. Yeah, I got the old old school DVD snapper case for that one. Shout out to snapper case DVDs, dude. Snapper case. Snapper case is come on down, baby. Look here, Bronx Tale '93. Robert De Niro directs it. Yeah. I don't even know if he did any other movies besides that, as far as directing goes. I'm not sure on that. Let's one. go that's look. A, that's a good question. Fun fact. Let's go look and here. Chaz Palmin Palmentary. Palmentary, and it's based off a. A screen, uh, a play that was on like that he Robert, wrote, that yep. he wrote, and everything. Well, he still does a one man show about that, about Bronx Tale. He still oh, does like a one man show. He, about he did Sonny character. Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't know that. So Robert De Niro only directed two films. He directed Bronx Tale in '93, and he directed The Good Shepherd, which I heard is a really good movie. I haven't I've seen. I've never it. seen that one. Either. 2006, he directed that one. So I need to add that to my watch list. But Bronx Tale. I was late to the party, man. Tony's talked about this the whole time I've known him. Yeah, it's and I just so never, good. I'd never seen it. And then it it went, it got cheap on Vudu or something, and I bought it on Vudu. They ran a sale on movies or something, and I got it, and I finally watched it. I was like, man, this is so good. It's like my number six. If I had like a, yeah, it'd be like yeah. it's right under. And I've only seen it once, but it was so good, man. Yeah, Chaz Palminteri is amazing in it. De Niro's dope. He De Niro just plays the straight laced father that's trying to keep, keep his son. Yeah. Tries to keep his son straight and all that stuff. And then in was it set, set in the sixties, seventies, New York? Yep, in late sixties, late sixties, and, yep. and everything, New York, and it just it hits all the time. Ta- uh, hits all the what's going on during the times and all that stuff. It's just a great movie. It's just Robert De Niro knocked it out of the park with uh with that one it's being his first directing movie and starring in it. I yeah. just I love I, a Bronx Tale. You never hear, really hear anybody talk. I don't know if it's because it doesn't have like a physical release, and I don't know if it just maybe just came on to digital markets. But I don't know what it is that gets it gets talked about. Like when you start talking about mob, like it, I I hear people talk about it all the time. Yeah, when you're talking about mob movies, and yeah, yeah, it, it just kind of doesn't just, get it's it a flies great under the radar movie all the way around. No, too. for sure, it definitely it is. would be in my top. It's in my top five of of mafia gangster movies no for sure like i think that 
I wish I, I wish I could see more stuff with Chaz Palminteri because let me see what all he's been in because that dude he was so good in that movie, bro. Oh, he's he got a dope great. podcast too. He's just so cool. Everything he's he does, super every cool, role bro. he does, he just seems like he's just late. He does a lot of a gangster role. He, that's been a big big seller for his roles and everything is being the local gangster in a movie. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He said he was. I said he was in Legend too. Okay, yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep, that's right. But yeah, shout out to Chaz Palmetto. We know you're watching, dog. Yeah. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. His, his podcast is dope. I don't know if he still does it, but the dude that produces Chris um, Stefano's podcast produces it, and it's really dope. But he, um, he's just, it's just dope to listen, sit and listen to him talk, bro. No, oh, yeah. he's one of them kind of people you can just let tell stories and shit, you know. Now, now. Getting to what everybody's going to classify as their top mafia style movies. Yep. How much of a fan of the Godfather movies are you? So fun fact, um, we don't have the button because that's a different podcast, but still fun fact. The pod, uh, the Godfather trilogy. I had never seen part three. Okay, I had seen part one and part two once years ago. I rewatched the entire trilogy for this like a week and a half ago. Oh my! It took a month and a half. Um, I spent I got a month and a half worth of watching Godfather movies in a, in a day. It felt like, um, man, I think I gave them all like I gave one and two like seven and seven. Yeah, I, I like okay. two better. I think. Yeah, that's. I, I, it'd be it's two, just so one, dated, three. bro. Yeah. Um, I thought three. I, well, now I watched the the remade three. I don't know what the difference is. I think it's like a couple minutes. Okay, so it's just a different. Okay. Yeah. Well, I watched. I thought th- I liked three because it was more recent and it was like 1990 or so. It was like yeah. 16, 18 years after the second one. Yeah, and then what's his Coppola's daughter directed that one, I believe too. Yeah, and it, it um, I thought it was good. Like I, I, maybe it's just because I didn't grow up on The Godfather. I didn't watch it. Like it's it's not near as entertaining to me as sitting and watching Goodfellas or Casino or The Irishman or The Irishman. Like yeah. it's just very. It's very drab. Like a lot of it's just—I I don't know, man. Pacino's very, like, even though he's a badass in it, he's very like even keel, even keel. He's just perfect word, Tony. Yeah, just he's just very monotone. Yeah, I mean, he, of course, he means business with everything he does. Yeah, but it's and just, it didn't start out that way. No, he was no. the straight laced guy. He didn't was, want no part of it at yeah, first, and, then and everything, were, and then he was just kind of forced into it. But yeah, I, I appreciate the Godfather movies for what they are, but. Uh, it's once again it's kind of like Scarface yeah if I'm gonna pick some mafia movies to watch coming off the shelf the Godfathers I have them they're j- they're undertakings to watch them and yes. I mean that I mean, you when you watch that yourself. you're like ah I want to watch the do I want like it doesn't feel like oh I want to watch it and you don't even think about it. like when I want to watch Casino or Goodfellas yeah I'm just like oh yeah fucking bring it on if I, if if I was going to pull one movie off the shelf out of the Godfather movies it'd be two because I like the whole concept of the flashbacks and everything with, yeah for sure with De Niro um, and all that that's 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 one that I would that would pull off the shelf if I had to if if I had to pick the Godfather movies. Yeah, well, just, I thought, and I thought Andy Garcia did good in the third one, like his man as uh, Mancini. Yeah, um, and was that the dude? Was that the young dude? Yes, yes, yes. That yeah, was yeah. the one that was taken over for. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I thought he did great, and and that was you know that was early on. Andy Garcia, I know he's done a lot of stuff, but that was not. It's crazy. They did like sixteen years after part two is when part three came yeah, out. Yeah, I think they just they they waited way too long for that one. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the Godfather's. What's your thoughts on uh, 
our boy Denzel's American Gangster playing Frank Lucas. Okay, before we get into that, I, w- oh, okay. I want to put one more in this category because I feel like, I want to. I don't want to say they're overrated movies, but we're talking about Scarface. We kind of threw Godfather Trilogy in that same vein. I feel the same way about The Untouchables, bro. I can see that. Yeah, but I don't... I don't think The Untouchables is on Scarface or The Godfather's level. I think it's just a, a, a mediocre 80s. Well, that, that's kind of what I meant. Yeah. I didn't mean to – I don't know. It just no, kind of – I get what you're saying. I was hoping – well, I, I hadn't seen this, you know, until like years after it came out, like four or five years ago when it – I mean, with the cast that it has, that's you what think I'm saying. that it's – Costner, De Niro. Costner, Sean Connery, Sean, De Niro. Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah, you got Robert De Niro playing uh, Al Capone. Yeah. I mean, you, you looking at the cast, you'd be like, holy crap, this is going to be amazing. But it's kind of – You watch it and you're like, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Like, it, do, it doesn't – I don't know. It just doesn't hit – it doesn't resonate with me like, like you know, again – these other ones that we've named. Yeah. It's uh, kind of like Mobsters. Have you ever seen Mobsters? I've seen Mobsters once, but it's been, I mean, it was I when it first it right got there that in that classica- okay. classification as Untouchables. I mean, you got you got Patrick Dempsey, Christian Slater. Yeah. Uh, what's uh, Chris Penn? Is that yeah. Sean's Penn? Sean, Sean Penn's, Penn's brother, brother, yeah. I put Untouchables right there in that class of, uh, of those. Uh, that's the same as Untouchables. Yeah. But Untouchables is cast. I mean, when you look at it, you see Uncle Kevin at the top of that thing and Sean Connery. Yeah, dude. Oh, Uncle Kev. The Uncle Kev Costner, dude. He don't he, he don't miss much. He don't miss, man. He don't miss, dude. He I don't, don't miss. he misses at all. No, shout out Draft Day. Oh. Uh, I've, uh, ding. I've never seen that one. Oh, bro. You got to watch Draft Day. Is that like Day, the money ball of football? Yes, dog. Okay. I'll yes. Try, I've never seen that one. No, for sure. You got to watch it. It's on my voodoo, bro. You can you can watch it if you want if you don't have it already. Well, that, that's definitely one. And, of course, shout out to fucking Yellowstone. Oh, uh, See, I, uh, Melissa's all caught up on that, but not me. And see, another movie I would put in that Untouchables uh, 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 the mobsters class is Kill the Irishman with uh, Ray yeah. Stevenson. Ray that's, Stevenson, yep. That's a good that's one. Just, I also have uh, Christopher Walken in there. Yep, Christopher Walken. King of New York. Yep. That's I, another one. That's it's a decent little watch. It's it's based on a real-life person of Danny Green, the Irish mob movie. It's mm-hmm. it's it's a fun little watch. Where uh, would you stand on King of, King of New York? Do you think it's kind of in that over like in that because remember how popular it was amongst like that was another one kind of like Scarface it was like they're on that hood a mafia movie it's, yeah it's eh. it's okay it's like right. I didn't I've only I'm watched not the it biggest twice. Christopher Walken fan as everybody else is I I like him in some stuff especially the skit more cowbell on Saturday Night Live I so think that he's better in his you. comedy stuff than he is for like, sure the real sure. deal stuff um, like Joe Dirt. Oh, dude. <laughs> His hair and Joe Dirt, dude. It's just classic. It's, it is classic. Kill the Irishman was cool. Another one. Um, I don't know if it's even, it's not really mob, but White Boy Rick. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, it's right there in the gangster movies. I mean, he's drug with, dealing and stuff. Yeah, with like with McConaughey. I thought that was a good one. It kind of just, it did, I thought it was going to make a way bigger splash than it did. It, yeah. it kind of came out and then that was kind of it. Another one I'm a fan, I like, um, it really doesn't get the true story of Richard Kuklinski, but it's called The Iceman. Which it I still has, haven't seen that, bro. I didn't Michael get to catch that one. James yeah. Franco in it. Um, it's the true, it's the movie about James Kuklinski. And if you, if you want to know, know who James Kuklinski is, all you got to do is just Google it or get on HBO and look up his interview tapes. The, Man's probably the biggest murderer ever in history, and he was. I think for he worked for the Gambino family. Shout out to the Gambino family. No Limit album release back in the day. Remember the Gambino family? From oh the, wow! Throw it way no back. No Limit soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, 
Yeah, Richard Kuklinski is probably one of the most lethal hitmen in mafia history. Yeah, yeah, if, I need if, to watch that, bro. And if there's a really good document, oh, I, I don't want to say it's a documentary, but there's an interview series that's on HBO. If you have HBO Max, mm-hmm. uh, it's like a they got three different interviews with him while he's in jail, and the dude is absolutely a psycho because he regrets nothing that he did. And they called him the Ice Man for a reason. He legit like would put if he killed you, he'd put you in a freezer and let you let your body sit in a freezer for a hell while. yeah, and then like. Two or three months later, just dump your body on the side of the road somewhere. I need to watch this, and that's I'm a psychopath for saying that. Right after he said that, what he said. But the movie's decent. It really doesn't get into the the real craziness. But I'm I'm not a big reader, and I read his book and then watched those interview files, and the dude is just psycho. That's great. And I I think Michael Shannon's super super. I love Michael Shannon. He's 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 so good in everything. Yep, yep, everything he's in. But um, I put that I put the Iceman right there in the in the Untouchables and all that stuff. But American Gangster is yeah. Let's a, get back to that. Yeah, is so so good. Of oh, movie dude, it's amazing. Denzel's my he's Ridley in my Scott. top three. Really, yeah. Scott for sure. Russell Crowe's in that too. Yep. Um, Denzel's Frank Lucas was so good. Denzel is. I would say Denzel still is my favorite actor ever. Oh, Denzel's so good. I, with me, it's like Pacino, De Niro, Denzel. They kind of. They're kind of interchangeable, like for the number one, two, and three. And Denzel, but Denzel can play any kind of role. Anything, though. Any role that you put in front of Denzel. He's so good at everything. He's so good. He's going to take it over. He's so good at everything. And I can't wait to future episodes where we talk about, because we're going to go into franchise breakdowns. We're going to do, I can't wait till we start talking about Rocky. Oh, man. Just because. it's that a, ties in with Creed, which ties in with Michael B. Jordan, who we talk about. Oh, Michael is B. Jordan the, is, is this generation's Denzel Washington? Oh yeah, he's uh, Michael B. Jordan is about to take over. Creed, at, he can. He's yeah. and well, we we'll save we'll that. save that we'll just save to get. That. But y'all comment below and see, tell us what kind of uh, ideas we y'all potentially could want, you know want us to talk about as far as what style movies or or whatever. Like I said, we're just going to build this thing as we fly it and. We're gonna have a really fun ass time. A fat. We're gonna have a fat. Yep. While we're while we're you know shooting it and all that good stuff. Shuff. But uh, continuing on, we're gonna wrap. We're gonna we got a few more we can talk about. We can go back to American Gangster though. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. Just touch on that. But Frank, Lu- him playing Frank Lucas, mm-hmm. stud. Oh, and the, and the just the one liners in that movie. Y'all know which ones we're talking about. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. And Russell Crowe. You can't Russell Crowe. And Denzel facing off with each other in the same yeah. movie. It's, it's just so it's, cool, bro. It's so good. It's shot so well. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of the better shot gangster movies up there with Casino. No, for sure. Like because you got Ridley Scott in that in that thing thing, dude. Yeah, and he's always he's always dope when it comes to shooting. Now I know you were a Soprano. You're uh, I'm, I I like the Sopranos. I've watched the whole series just one time and watched episodes here and there. Yeah. What about have you? You've watched all the Sopranos. I've watched it all the way through twice, and then I've watched other episodes. What like, was your thoughts on Many Saints of Newark? I haven't ever seen that. You've never seen. The I movie? never watched it, bro. Because before I watched it, I'm so weird. Before I watched it, because it's been three or four years since I watched Sopranos, I was like, man, I want to watch Sopranos all the way through again before I watch Saints of Newark. Yeah, and just because I want to watch an excuse to watch Sopranos all the way through again. Yeah, okay. And it's on HBO Max, so I just need to do it. It's just a. I liked it. it there there could have been. But, I heard there was flaws in that. In that, there's flaws. Yeah, Gandolfini's son. They they couldn't have picked a better person to play Tony Soprano than James Gandolfini's son. I mean, he looks dead on like James Gandolfini. Yeah. 
and the guy that they had to play, Paulie, and and all that stuff. I mean, the casting they did, I didn't mind the casting. It's just some parts of the story that it was missing a little bit. But like I said, I've only watched The Sopranos once all the way through. Yeah, I'm not a cling on to everything diehard fan of the spring i pre i I love it it was amazing amazing show and i didn't watch it till years after it came out yeah yeah i I didn't which is crazy as much as i love this kind of stuff and but i i'm i love the show uh you know everybody has their their qualms with like the way it ended but that's just the way they chose to end it i didn't feel like find nothing wrong with it per se yeah but um but yeah another one that's that i think is cool um is like public enemies Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Public, I had fun with Public Enemies. So where, here's the question: Where would you put Training Day? That's not a mob movie. No, I a mafia it in, movie. I'd it's just it an action the, thriller. I put it in the gangster. Like you I'd could throw put, it in here. I'd, uh, it kind of so skates much the a mafia movie, but maybe yeah. gangster or I put it in the gangster movie because you got him. He's a corrupt cop going into going into the hood and. I just separated it because I feel like if I if we talked about that, then that opens the can to like yeah, all the, other movies like that and, and it's like just Heat kind of, and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't put it in another in one this. that's like a mafia style movie would be like The Collector, Tax Collector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I, mean, I thought that was cool. Movie. Like I thought that was cool. It wasn't as good as I thought. It, as, as, I, I had as I was more hoping. high hopes for it. Yeah. Shia LaBeouf's. He's a beast. He's a beast in that one. But now, yeah, man. how big of a fan are you of like the British? Uh, Gangster movies and my movies like uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Snatch. I've seen those movies one time years ago, and I haven't ever rewatched them. I, Are you a Guy Ritchie fan? He's cool. Like I'm not as a super huge like fan of like Guy Ritchie films, really. But people seem to really love Snatch and, and Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels. And, I dig them. They're fun. They're, yeah. they're you gotta you gotta stick with. They're the best to watch. You get, you need subtitles to watch them because especially Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels and Snatch. You gotta have the subtitles on because it's that quick British, yeah, British accents and stuff like. And then you got like Legend, I guess you'd yeah, classify Tom Hardy. with Tom Hardy. That one was cool because Tom Hardy's great. You there's gotta some, have there's subtitles. some real cringe spots in that movie, um, but and then that British accent is so thick in that movie. Oh, you have to have subtitles. for You that have one. to have subtitles for it. But overall, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I think this is a. Uh, I think this is. I'm excited about this podcast, bro. Oh shoot, yeah, man! This I is think so this was fun. a solid first like pilot episode, man. I oh yeah, we touched I've on had pretty a much freaking blast with it. Yeah, I don't think, and we we're sitting it right at an hour um, with all like the the cuts and whatever we end up throwing in and out of here. But hopefully, y'all enjoyed episode one, man. I think we covered pretty much. Did you? Did we cover everything you wanted? Oh to yeah, cover? by far. Yeah, okay. Uh, everything on my notes has been covered, and and like it's like Chad said before, get down in the comments. Let us know what y'all would be interested in hearing our opinions on. Yes. Yeah. It's just our opinions. It's just our opinions, and we're not going to be we're not the we're not the podcast to go to if you want facts. No, no, spit not at, at you all. for an hour. We're going to entertain you, and we're going to laugh, and we're going to talk make about fun what of we each like. other. We're going to make fun of each other. I'm going to say stuff that makes no sense. I'm going to fumble over my words. I may burp here and there. Yeah, that's you never just know what's going to happen. But we know that we're going to have fun. We're, we're over the it's the over the top podcast, man. Y'all jump on board with the with the with the squad, man. Chatty Bobby 1130, Chat Arms TV, the movements together. Y'all subscribe to the channel. We also, too, have this podcast available on all audio podcast formats as well. So there'll be a link in the description if y'all would rather listen. Um, on the video portion, we're going to throw, we may throw up pictures here and there. Um, I don't know how fancy I'm going to get with yeah. it. But I hope that y'all enjoyed this first episode, man. 
And Thank y'all. Looking forward to creating more with you, Bubba. And this is going to be uh, the start of something dope, man. Over the top with Chad and Tony, episode one. And um, y'all be sure to hit that like button, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Man, you got anything else you want to say? We out this motherfucker. We out this motherfucker, dude. Peace. Hey, like a machine, dude. Turn that hat around, dude. Mm. <laughs> Stomped. <laughs>